the swim actually didn't go as well as I planned. Um, I came out of the water, I think 19th <laughs> and then just paddled for my life. <laughs> um, I think I was just stuck, stuck in a pack the whole, the whole swim and like people constantly swimming over you, grabbing your ankles. Like, and I, I thought it would kind of dissipate and chill out. Cause I mean, you're swimming a mile, like that's a while, but I was, I must've been stuck in that pack the entire time because it was a frenzy the whole time. It was awful. <laughs> wow. And then you had that, what, three mile kayak. Yeah. Right and across that- the lake. I loved that. I mean, I grew up camping and kayaking with my parents and so I'm very comfortable in a kayak. Um, I didn't think I was going to be able to go that quick though. I mean, the way I was like picking off people, even like the men I was passing and I was like, hmm. <laughs> but it, it was very mental at that point because it's so long. And I think people, it was very easy to kind of let off the gas. Um, but I knew I had some ground to make up. So I just went for it. In partnership with The Morning Chalk Up, and part of the Morning Chalk Up Podcast Network, this is the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I am your host and the Clydesdale. My friends are Amy Radowski, Charlie Odie, and Kat Shear. We are here to bring you the best interviews with the biggest personalities in the fitness world and CrossFit from all over the world. If you like what you hear, please give us a five-star rating and write a review. It's such a big help to our podcast. And with that, we're on to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. RX Markier Jump Ropes, the best jump ropes in the business. Our title sponsor and such great support from them. You can get your RX Markier Jump Ropes by going to rxmarkier.com. At checkout, use Clydesdale15, all caps, and you can get 15% off your order. Uh, you can buy jump ropes of any color, shape, size, uh, the handles. You can make those whatever you want. You can get the cable at different weights um, and different lengths depending on your height. So check it out at rxmarkier.com. Use Clydesdale 15 at checkout and you'll get 15% off your order. That does exclude new additions, new arrivals and special editions, but check that out. Uh, it's a great deal. In addition to that, they're also supporting our hashtag road to a thousand. If you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast, and you have a public profile, every time we hit the century mark with subscribers, we're giving away a brand new RX Mercury jump rope. And Dave Newman, the owner of the company, has promised to throw in a couple extras uh, for that winner. So make sure you go over, subscribe and uh, you have a public profile and you may be our next winner. Up Before You Coffee. They are an amazing coffee. It is delicious, has different little notes of chocolate and things like that. Um, And it's really clean and crisp uh, when you drink it in the morning, Uh, but they have a light roast. Uh, They also have a medium roast, as you can see there. Um, We are so excited about the sponsorship. Uh, If you use Clydesdale 20, all caps, Clydesdale 20, you can get 20% off your order. Just go to upbeforeyou.com and uh, order your coffee. It's delicious. You'll love it. But I'm super excited. You're one of my favorite people to talk to. (laughs) All right. Hey, everyone. Uh, This is the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I'm your host. I'm the Clydesdale. We love to do fitness, and these are my friends. 
And today we have a very special friend, uh, my only international friend outside the United States, and that is Emily Rolfe, uh, two-time games competitor. Should have been three. Yeah, two slots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we're going to talk to her about this year's games, kind of what happened leading up to that, and um, and the games itself. So first of all, last time we talked to you, you were begging the world to let you do an in-person semifinal, and that did not happen. Okay. I thought I talked to you after, but I guess it was before. It was, it was before it was announced. Yeah, so I, well, we all know what happened. I guess I ended up doing the online one in Canada here, and it worked out fine. It was, it was actually a good competition. I did it with, um, Pat and my other training partner, Adam, and it was, it went really well. So no complaints there. Yeah. Um, but it's, you still had that itch, right? Like you wanted to get in front of some people and do some real fitnessing. Yeah, totally. It's been a year and a half. And so by finishing fourth in that online comp, uh, you got that opportunity and you got to come to the CrossFit Games. I did. Hallelujah. So, so how much did training change from the Atlas Games to the games. Did you train with training partners that entire time? Was it more individualized? Um, more individualized just because where I am. Um, like I say, I have been training with um, Pat and Adam all year, but they're on the island. Um, I'm on the mainland, so it's about an hour ferry boat right away. So not realistic to do every day, but we tried to make it work probably almost once a week. Um, oh, wow. which was nice. Yeah. That's really cool. And it kind of changes things up for you then during the week. Yeah. Yeah. It was really nice. Um, they would either come here or I would go there. Um, yeah, it was, I'm used to training by myself. It was really nice. And then, so, um, did you have any travel complications getting into the States? No, it was super easy. Um, like I'm double vaccinated. So that was, that was one check mark, and then you just had to do a test before we left, and it was actually harder to come back. Um, it's getting a little stressful there <laughs> for change and things like that. But yeah, going out was super easy. Yeah, and then um, how early did you go to the games? I went on the Friday before. Okay. So I had a weekend to kind of train, and then we checked in on Monday. Because um, cl climate-wise, it's not a big difference for you, right? Not huge, but I don't know if you guys were there that early, but it was super humid. Like I, I went training on Saturday and almost died. And I was like, this is like, yeah. it was instant sweating buckets. Yeah. The, the beginning of the game, like uh, for the master's competition and uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday was brutal. Like the three of us actually said, uh, let's just go to the fit aid lounge and watch inside. Cause it was, it was brutal out by the North park. Yeah, uh, on Thursday. That was the day before I got there. So yeah, even the locals were saying it hasn't been that humid in a while. Like that was humid for them too. So yeah. So let's let's walk through the games. Uh, you finally get to go back um, after 2019, and it starts with a swim paddle, and you did really well in that event. Yeah. So I have been swimming, working on my swimming all year. Um, I was never a bad swimmer, but I mean, I'm kind of stuck in the middle. Like I'm not the ex-collegiate swimmer, but right. I can swim. <laughs> um, 
the swim actually didn't go as well as I planned. Um, I came out of the water, I think 19th <laughs> and then just paddled for my life. <laughs> um, I think I was just stuck, stuck in a pack the whole, the whole swim and like people constantly swimming over you, grabbing your ankles. Like, and I, I thought it would kind of dissipate and chill out. Cause I mean, you're swimming a mile, like that's a while, but I was, I must've been stuck in that pack the entire time because it was a frenzy the whole time. It was awful. <laughs> wow. And then you had that, what, three mile kayak. Yeah. Right and across that- the lake. I loved that. I mean, I grew up camping and kayaking with my parents and so I'm very comfortable in a kayak. Um, I didn't think I was going to be able to go that quick though. I mean, the way I was like picking off people, even like the men I was passing and I was like, hmm. <laughs> but it, it was very mental at that point because it's so long. And I think people, it was very easy to kind of let off the gas. Um, but I knew I had some ground to make up. So I just went for it. Yeah, we've kind of heard two different camps. Some that said that was the moment they realized they were in the games because you can kind of see the skyline of a, of Madison. You're you're out there and and you have you're alone with your thoughts. And other people were like, it was so boring and so yeah. long. And so there were those like two camps that through that. But you you moved all the way up to fourth place and yeah. past men along the way. I picked off a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so the other thing we heard is the kayaks were larger than like your traditional kayak uh, to, to aid in balance. Okay. I mean, I've been on like the little whitewater ones. And they're definitely not that. And then I've also been on like the chill ones you get from Costco, like the commuter ones. And they were a little bit smaller than that. So, I mean, they were average. Okay. You're, you're not going to tip it. Like you'd have to try hard to tip that thing. Okay. So you come out of that and how are you feeling? There, there are rumors that you may have gotten some illness from the water. Oh yeah. So I felt great after, um, like other than, oh, sore shoulders and sore grip from death gripping for an hour. But other than body, like I felt fine, went through the rest of the day, felt fine. The rest day felt great. I think that's when I, oh no, I saw you before that, but, um, yeah, just did some recovery that day. Like didn't think, didn't suspect of anything. And then woke up at 2 a.m. that night, like went to bed feeling great, like ready for Friday and woke up at 2 a.m. just losing it from both ends. <laughs> wow. Like I haven't been that sick in forever. And yeah, it was terrible. Like, and it's crazy. Like every, the, the other people we've talked to that got sick, it's the same time frame. Yeah, it's so weird. I thought it would have hit you like the day after or, but I don't know why I was fine for the whole rest day. I was like, I could have been sick then. That would have been nice, but yeah, weird. And they say, apparently that's kind of normal for E. coli. Wow. Yeah, so, it was it, so you think it was a E. coli or do you know it was E. coli? I mean, I never got um, properly tested, but it adds up and that's what the medical doctor figured too. So. Okay. So you make it through the first day pretty, pretty good. So we, we moved to event two and that was the sled drag pig flip. Mm-hmm. So we've had some people say it was, a it was um, a muscle up workout and some people had what said it was a pig flip workout. Yeah. So I thought it was going to be a pig flip workout for me. It was a muscle up workout. So I actually had, um, 
like a pseudo pig someone made for me. Like Pat came over and we practiced with it one day. It was like this giant wood thing that we loaded with weights. And that was a lot harder than the actual pig. So when I got to the pig, I was like, oh, this is great. Like it, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, and then the muscle ups were like a lot harder than I had practiced. I don't know if it was just fatigue or I was really having a lot like focus on locking out each one and it was kind of breaking my rhythm. Um, I was pausing at the top, like looking at my judge, making sure it counted because I was getting a few no reps and you can't really afford that when you're already doing so many, right? So um, for me, that part was a bit disappointing. Um, I expected to place higher in that event, but you live and learn. <laughs> Did you think it was the shoulder fatigue from the, all the kayaking? I think a little bit. Um, yeah. That, and I think the, like the lockout really um, fatigued me like spending that extra two seconds at the top, like making sure it counts. That's, that's quite tiring too. And how were you physically feeling after feeling so ill from, you know, the, the day before, how were you able to like push through some of that fatigue during this workout? So this was only day one. So this was right after the swim. So that's still oh, right there. Okay. Yes. You're right. Okay. Yeah. My bad. So we're still good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My and, bad. And then immediately after this, you go right to the sprint. Like you don't even get to go back from what I hear, they just took you right to the venue yep. and you warmed oh, yeah. up right there for the sprint. Didn't see our coaches. Didn't, I did actually call my coach um, just cause I was like kind of confused about how that workout went and I needed, I like to like talk things through before he's like, just move on. And I was like, no, I need to talk about it. I need to like, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was quick. We didn't see them. And then we went right to the sprint um, which is fine. I mean, I'd rather not sit around for two hours, rewarm up, like I'd rather just go do it. It was totally fine. And I mean, you're kind of known as an endurance person, but top 10. Yeah, I did. All right. I mean, yeah. If you look at, if it was a 100 meter run, probably wouldn't have been top 10. Um, but a 400, 500, that's kind of, I think I'm decent at that length too. I mean, yeah, I like the longer, but um, my mom always says, oh, you should have been a 400 meter runner. Okay. <laughs> like, so yeah, I thought I would do okay. Do you think it was just long enough where some people died and you were able to take advantage of that? Yeah, it was just long enough that the real sprinters, um, it's too long. <laughs> like I was awesome. talking to um, one of my fellow countrymen, um, Carolyn Prevo. She's quick. Like she is pure fast twitch. And she was telling me, she's like, this is too long for me. Like I need it just a field sprint and then I'm good. But the a 500, you, you can't full tilt that. So. And how, how surprised were you that it was a straight line ish uh, as opposed to like a suicide? Yeah, I was expecting a suicide. And then, cause the crowd can watch the whole thing too. So I thought for sure it would be just on the field back and forth, but I've done a lot of those too. So I was confident in that too. Awesome. Yeah. I liked, I liked this year. They seem to use more of the, the venue, the campus as a whole, as opposed to just the arenas. And I thought that that actually added something to the festival atmosphere. I'm sure. Yeah. Cause there was people like all around the Coliseum, like on the course. So I don't know if those people were people who didn't have seats or I guess you could just go anywhere you wanted to watch. I don't know. Yeah, for the outside stuff, it, there is no like seat assignment. So you can just go wherever. Oh, I um, see. 
and so you could choose to be outside if if that if you got a better vantage point yeah uh, than being in so yeah and then we finish up the day uh, with the throwback to the open. Yeah. So that was announced. I'm standing out in the field with um, Bukowski and Belner, and Pat doesn't hold anything back. Like, <laughs> it's announced, and he's like, well, this is going to be stupid. Like, this isn't going to be exciting. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, wall walks are so dumb. <laughs> and I was just kind of laughing because I couldn't believe it. Um, He's a hundred percent right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he always is. <laughs> um, but it actually, you know what? I actually didn't mind that workout. Like it was a fun kind of long grind, and I was worried about the thrusters. I thought they would feel a lot heavier than they actually did, but they were they were okay. And the more I did, the easier I felt they got. So I enjoyed that workout. Do you think there was an advantage for a taller athlete for the wall walks because of the standards being basically the same for everyone? Um, I thought that when they announced it, because they're like, oh, the line is the same. And I was like, perfect, because <laughs> I'm a taller athlete. Right. But the line was so close that I didn't even need, like, I could go far above it. So I'm assuming, like, the shorter people, it was still, like, not a super big mm. reach, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I actually was in the arena for that and I, my seat, uh, cause media, we got distributed seats before every event. And so you didn't have the same seat the whole time. Okay. And I was behind the event. So from what Pat was saying, he, he was right for me, like half the arena, we were blocked by the walls mm. and the rig and really couldn't see much. Uh, and so it, it, from a spectator standpoint, it was kind of stupid. Yeah, and it was so long. You're like, oh, great, 20 minutes of this. <laughs> right, right. And it's like hot. It was a sauna in there that night. Like It was so hot. And it's come out since that the air conditioner was broke. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, that, that what everybody thought it was Dave's kind of ploy to make it even harder than it was. But actually, it was a facility issue, not Dave. Wow. I was actually wearing tights to warm up and then just for the moment I was look everyone else was like wearing shorts and I was like maybe I should change like I heard it was hot out there and thank goodness I'm going to keeled over I would have been so hot yeah yeah we talked to Ariel Lowen and she goes I do not sweat on my face ever and it was a river just running off of my face yeah so yeah, yeah crazy but you did well top 15 um wait 14th I think in that event around there might have been yeah Sure. So cool. you're so you're doing well. You're you're climbing the leaderboard, and then we have the rest day, and you feel good still. Yep. So what did you do to kind of like get loose and and get get all that stuff out of you on rest day? I just came. We came back to the venue. Um, I had a couple like sponsors that I wanted to see in the vendor village, so we did that. Took a little walk around. Um, then I went and saw the 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 Aristotle, um, physios and Kairos. Um, just got a bit of body work done and then had a nice bath and that was it. I think I, I think I rode the bike for a bit just to move a little bit, but nothing much. And then the shock of E. coli um, Thursday night. So when did you get any sleep at all? Well, I must've slept from like when I went to bed till like 2am. Cause I woke up with like really bad stomach pains. And then I thought, Oh, like, <laughs> 
I'd been drinking a lot of tart cherry juice for soreness. So I thought, oh, I just drank too much. Like I have the runs from that. And then it just kept coming and coming. And then I started to throw up and I was like, this is more than that. Yeah. <laughs> and then Kyle's just trying to calm me down. He's like, you're going to be fine. Everything's fine. You're fine. <laughs> and I was like, I need to compete in five hours and I'm sick to my stomach. <laughs> like can't even stand up without being nauseous and getting sick. And it was terrible. <laughs> Yeah, we talked to Sam Cornier um, this week, and he said he was on an IV until an hour before the morning event. Yeah, so he told me he came to the venue at like 6 a.m. to get an IV because he had lost so much uh, liquid, which smart. Um, there's no way I could have got there at 6 a.m. Like I was way too sick. <laughs> they would have been like, you're not competing. Because <laughs> um, I think we had to check in around nine. And, um, it was a process like to get dressed, like just like put one sock on, lie down again, just so nauseous. And, um, I took that, um, ice bucket from the hotel and just kind of like slumped against the car <laughs> way there with the bucket. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. got to the venue and then my coach Kyle was like, okay, hey, don't show that you're <laughs> cause you know, as a competitor, if you see someone else that they're sick, you're like, oh, like I got her like she's done kind of thing like it's a mental thing too right so just put on a brave face and sat there through um briefing and thank goodness I didn't throw up <laughs> and then went went to sleep for two hours um when everyone else warmed up for the first event <laughs> and somehow you finished in the top half yeah um, of a, a very demanding workout of rope climb ski erg and sandbag carries yeah, no and, idea how, like, no idea. <laughs> and I can't even imagine being sick to my stomach and having to ski erg. Yeah, it's like you, I felt like I had the flu and then you're getting up and doing, and then CrossFit already makes you feel sick as it is, right? Like, <laughs> no. I just knew like, either I do this or I'm done. I'm done for the weekend, right? Cause I would have been, I would have been cut. So my coach did ask the minimum work requirement because we were kind of thinking if I can just do that for each event today, maybe I'll make it through the cut. Um, so it was two rounds, but then I knew like when I was walking out, I was like, I gotta like do more than two, like <laughs> gotta just do it. 12 minutes, then you can lie down again for another two hours. <laughs> so, so I know like Brent is part of the athlete council yeah. and, and you're friends with Brent and is there any talk of like, this is not the first time this has happened in Madison? No. So yeah, I mean, Brent's been on vacation, so I haven't gone crying to him yet, but <laughs> I probably will. Um, but then I'm like, I don't know. They've only got one more year there. Like, Potentially. But yeah, you're right. It might get, yeah, you never know. Maybe they'll renew it. It is a thing and I like, I mean, the heat waves that we've been having, maybe that caused it to be worse this year. I don't know, but you can, like, you can die from E. coli. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a serious thing. <laughs> well, and we're hearing, like, no less than eight athletes got sick from the lake. Wow. See, I knew me and Sam were very sick, and then Pat's um, guts weren't right, <laughs> but he wasn't throwing up or anything. Um, yeah, and I guess there was others, too, that were feeling it. Yeah, I know Tim Paulson oh, yeah. got really sick. Sweeney might have got sick too. Yeah, Sweeney did. Yeah. 
And then yeah, so, he couldn't even continue. So. So yeah, I just it just feels like we're supposed to be finding the fittest person in the world, not having a survival of the fittest contest. Finding the fittest immune system. Right. <laughs> yeah, start the weekend with COVID, then we move into E. coli. E. coli. And just line them up one after another. All the infectious diseases. Let's get them. Yep. <laughs> All right. So so you get through that event, and then we move on to uh, the double same workout that I think Pat called it the word same workout twice. Yeah. Uh, one was just heavier barbell and a little bit less run. Um, how were you feeling going into those two? So, you know, after the ski erg event, after I had recovered a little, I mean, obviously I felt sick after I started to feel less nauseous throughout the day, um, which was really a blessing because, um, yeah. Have you really been cool. able to eat anything at this point? No nothing nothing just drinking i was drinking a lot of electrolytes um that was hard enough to get down but could not stomach anything like so i knew going into the clean ladder already that's not a super great event for me um but the first the first clean ladder i was like okay like that's doable whatever and then he announces the next one i was like oh great here we go <laughs> um but i mean i did the best i could with i think i like the second one, the second ladder, I didn't make it through. I think I was at the second bar. Um, maybe I would have been at the third or fourth if I was feeling great. Um, but it still wouldn't have been like a top 10 event for me. So it is what it is. Um, but it's definitely harder to lift heavy when, yeah, you're right. You have zero food in you, nothing in you. <laughs> yeah. So we move on to the handstand walk, which being a former gymnast, I would think this would be your jam. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Pat both, right? Like, <laughs> um, I did practice one person that owned the gym here has the ramp, um, well over in Vancouver. So I did practice like the week before, but other than that, I've never been on one of those things, which I guess it's my fault, but, um, yeah, I mean, I did okay. I think I was like 12th or something. I think I was just too careful. Um, I thought that if I carefully went over everything, like no fails kind of thing, I would do okay. But turns out you got to be aggressive. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Daniel Brandon was a little bit. She was aggressive. aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Running on your hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, that was crazy, but, um, but you did, did pretty good middle, yeah, middle okay. of the pack again. Um, and for what you've been through, my goodness, like, to yeah, even be able to flip upside down with what you had been through. That's the thing. I was worried my balance would be really off from, but um, it wasn't. I think that that would be more like a head cold, but um, yeah. And, and then, then we, oh, oh yeah. go ahead. Go the ahead, Amy. death workout of the echo bike and snatches. What'd you think about that one? I like, I like that workout. That's okay. a decent workout for me. Um, I can't say I enjoyed it, but <laughs> it hurt. I have no idea. Do you know where I finished on that? Do you I guys do. have that? 12th. Oh, 12th. Middle again, ish. <laughs> um, well, yeah. still 40. So really okay. top quarter. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was good. I like a workout like that. Um, I did relapse into my sickness after that workout again. And then for the rest of the night, I was feeling not so great. So that did bring everything back. But 
other than that, it was, it was a fun workout. Well, the next event, so you, you're, you're sick overnight, which makes the next event even crazier. Uh, it is, here comes the long run and here comes Emily Rolf. And I have, I do have a bone to pick with you on this one. I know I beat out your home girl, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but were you wearing your Reeboks? I was, so that, that event got announced. Um, and then Pat like persuaded me to get Reeboks. And I was like, ah, like I'm not too concerned. Like, and then he's like, okay, you're an idiot basically. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so my husband like got the Reebok guy to come to our hotel and <laughs> fit me out with some shoes. He's like, she's going to win this event. So and I was like, oh, I don't know. But yes, so I was. <laughs> so is your husband now going, I got you the $10,000. What, what do I get out of this deal? <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I lost in Dubai last year. There was a $10,000 event and I narrowly lost it um, to Sam Briggs. So he's always on my case about that. So at least now he'll shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so you get the event win after feeling sick all night. Yeah, you know, that night was better. It wasn't like I was up all night, um, but I still wasn't myself. Um, but you know what? I kept thinking like, at least I'm so much better than yesterday. Like, at least I'm not lying down on death's door. Like I feel okay. So anything better than Friday was like, Oh, great. <laughs> and you didn't, you didn't start out in the lead, right? That you had the, like Sam was out there for a while and um, well, Sam had nothing to lose. She had to win the event to make it in the top 20. Right. So, yeah. and it's a good event for her too. So she had to gun it. And she later told me, she's like, I went out way too hot, <laughs> but she kind of had to go for it. So. So when did you know, like, that, because it was a tight race at the finish with Christy, mm -hmm. when did you know that you had it? The last set of Toto Bar, because I could see her out of the corner of my eye and I could see like her, um, like cycle speed. And I think I already made up one and I was like, okay, like, I'll just go faster. But I know she's a fast sprinter. So I knew I had to be off the bar with a bit of time. <laughs> did, did you hear what happened in the men's side? No. So uh, Lazar Jukic won that event, but he was getting off the toaster bar so fast that he threw himself he forward fell. and face planted. <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> yeah, so you, you didn't do that. No. No. I made a you, lot you were much more graceful with your victory than he was with his. <laughs> That's funny. And you're so, so you're so exhausted at that point, right? Because you right. run like so hard, and then Totobar just gives you like that kind of that thruster flu, right? Where you're using your ab muscles and running, and yeah, you're tired by the end. <laughs> and so you got an event win and another trophy. It is in the garage. <laughs> nice. Do are we gonna have to expand the shelf, or do you have room for more? Oh no, there's tons of room. Okay, good. Awesome. So you're, are you feeling better at this point? You, you've got an event when you're, you're making it all the way through the weekend, no cut. Right. I knew going into that event, like I knew I was going to make the top 20. Um, so I wasn't, I wasn't worried at all, really. That wasn't even in my mind, but yeah, after that event win, like, yeah, I'm feeling good. 
I, I just, I can only imagine after the year before mm. being promised something taken away, being promised something taken away, like you get to finally get to say, I got the whole weekend it had to be like, just whenever that occurred had to be a good refreshing feeling. Yeah. It's nice to be able to compete um, and do the whole competition for something you worked so hard for. Like, yeah. And I feel for the girls that get cut, right. Cause like we all work super hard and you all kind of want to show like what you've done all week and yeah, but I guess necessary apparently. <laughs> yeah. So then we go to the pegboard. Yeah. So that was my first time doing a pegboard in a competition. Um, so obviously I'm freaking out a little, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've practiced them, but you know, it's different when you're nervous and the adrenaline and, um, yeah, I, I would say, I mean, it, it felt disastrous when I left the peg up at the top there. <laughs> I felt like I was the only one in the heat that that happened to. Um, and it was kind of, kind of disappointing. Cause I was, um, I was going at a good speed. Like I felt okay. And then yeah, leaving that peg and then, um, that loses you quite a bit of time. Um, but now I know. So, so what's the process when you leave a pe peg? So he did explain this and I of course was spaced out a little bit because I was like, that's not going to happen. And then um, you have to run back to the very end of the stadium and there's a bag there with other pegs, but I kind of ran back halfway and there's a judge there. And she's like, I ran to her and I was like, where are the pegs? And she's like, Oh, you can go back now. So I ran back and then the judge was like, go get your peg. And, and then I saw Boz and he kind of made eye contact with me and he pointed and I was like, Oh, so I ran back again, got it. And that's just my own fault for not knowing what to do when that happens. Um, yeah. But yeah, you do lose that, that, comp that workout, you lose almost a round when you fail. Right. But yeah, I was surprised how many like really fit people fell off that pegboard. Yeah. Yeah. I like mean, when you get tired, it's, <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> yeah. And I, they said they were leaning back too much, uh, yeah, I think that's why I lost the peg because some of them you you get really stuck in there and then you couldn't you couldn't get out and so you had to kind of lean back and um, yeah I wasn't expecting them to be so so stuck. Yeah. And then I didn't realize when you lose a peg they don't bash it down for you. I thought they would have got it, but they just leave it there. So you're you got to avoid that hole now. <laughs> like <laughs> that's the workout. <laughs> Like, like you oh. can't just say, "Hey, give me a stick. I need something to get that out of there. <laughs> Bring me That's a broom." Gym, right? Yeah. <laughs> get exactly. it out. Yeah. Can, can you switch to the old peg in the middle of it? You could have, but by that point, I was like damage control. Like I don't want to risk anything, so I just like went around it. I guess like just used a different hole. <laughs> yeah, knowing my luck, I'd leave like six pegs and not have any place to go. And That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> but you did pretty well. I mean. 14th on that one. And yeah. then, um, and then we move into the one rep max snatch. Yeah. So I knew this one wouldn't be great. Um, but it was fun. Like the format was fun. I expected to do better. I can snatch more than I did. <laughs> um, but yeah, the bar, I don't know. I don't know. You've probably talked to other athletes about this, but the bar to me felt very heavy that day. Like I was warming up to the opening weight and it felt 
20 pounds more than it actually was. Well, even if you look at the, the semi, the live semifinals that had a one rep max snatch, like people weren't even coming close to what they hit in the semis. And I think that's to say, okay, the first event versus the 12th event. Yeah. Like, you know, it does take its toll. And I kind of like, I was like, it's fine. <laughs> like the, the adrenaline from the crowd, it like, it'll feel like a feather out there. Like, but it didn't. <laughs> it was <really> heavy. <laughs> so. And so if I remember correctly, I think you said your dad is an Olympic lifting coach. Yeah. Like for team Canada. No, 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 no. Just for like local. Okay. Like Cause the, li- the unaffiliated gym has a lifting platform, right? Yeah. And it has like, his like old Alico weights and like a bunch of his stuff. I mean, I learned to lift when I was like 10. So I've known the technique for a while. Like I've never been strong because I was a gymnast. Like I was small and like couldn't care less to weight lift. But um, so I was never strong, but I knew how to lift. <laughs> I just wanted to give you a hard time because, you know, I like doing that. <laughs> All right, so then we move on to Sunday. And are you are you finally feeling recovered or, or has fatigue totally set in at this point? You know what, Sunday, I felt worse than Saturday. Like my stomach was like grumbly again. Like I was having diarrhea again. Like it was weird. I thought I had kind of got over the hump on Saturday and Sunday kind of regressed again. But by that time you're like, whatever, I'm in it. Like it's the last day, like yeah. what am I gonna do? <laughs> And then you get to jump over a hay bale. <laughs> so this event was fun. I like interval workouts. Um, I like the format of them. I just wish that it was formatted in a way that everyone had to take four rounds to finish it. Cause I think that would have changed some things. Um, so the boys went first. So I talked to Brett and Pat, like if they go first, they come back, they tell me things. And then if I go first, I'll find them and tell them things. And so both of them were like, oh, you'll finish it in like the second round. They're like, just full send, just sprint it. Um, it's really quick. So I was like, okay, cool. And then takes me three or four rounds. <laughs> so I'm just gassed by the end because I've gone so hard. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm only doing two rounds of this. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was fun. Yeah, uh, it's a, that was a fun one to watch. Um... And, and I think Dave has said that that was one of his mistakes is that he didn't make it where everyone had to do three or four rounds. Mm. And so my guess is we'll probably see that again mm, with, it, with something harder. Yeah, good call, maybe. Yeah, because he, he said that was one of the big mistakes he made. When Tia almost finished it, um, that was just, that, that was not his plan. Yeah. And I was actually, I was in her lane in the media pit taking pictures and I have a picture like she was like that close from her, the front of the yoke being into the, the finish part. Wait, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'm just thinking about, you know, after all those GHDs, I mean, what that's doing to your midline and then trying to carry that heavy, you know, yoke across there too. Like that's just, I mean, that's a lot of volume to be adding to that midline and yeah so that's the thing like we warmed up with a yoke in um like backstage and it was totally fine and I was like oh it's like I'll run with this thing <laughs> and then I think being on the cement where we warmed up and then being on the squishy 
fake turf is a difference. And then you're right. Like you're just that much more fatigued that all of a sudden it feels a little bit heavier. And so then we get to the next event, which Pat calls the circus. Yeah. <laughs> so and that, when and, he announced this, but <laughs> um, freestanding handstand pushups. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed that. Like I don't think I failed any of those. Um, it was the deadlifts for me got really hard. Um, but uh, yeah, I liked the freestanding handstand pushups. I mean, everyone in the warm up was just like falling over, and like it was quite comical to see. <laughs> <laughs> but no one had done them really before like no one really practices those so it was kind of cool to see who could adapt and who had that control and then some people just like could not get it yeah and you said you didn't fail a rep no that is awesome yeah I um I was in the arena for that one too and um watching you was it was really impressive uh, but it does get chaotic. It was really hard to pick out people. Um, and then that deadlift bar just was so heavy for some people. I mean, it felt fine for me the first two, like the sixes and the tens. And I was like, okay, cool. And then the last round, like the 12 or 14, whatever it was, that just, it really, I think I was doing sets of two by the end, maybe even singles. <laughs> um, yeah, all of a sudden. And I taught Ariel said the same thing, like, she, I don't think she could lift it by the end. It just wasn't budging. Yeah, she said she went to singles and then there was like two minutes where she just stared at the bar. Yeah. And yeah, she I said it felt like it was glued. Yeah, yeah, it got heavy quick, <laughs> which was annoying. I think the girls who could burn those deadlifts, um, like Amanda, like girls like that, I think struggled with the push-ups, and then people, like me, you were really good at the push-ups. The deadlifts got really heavy. So it was, I mean, it's frustrating for both of us because you're like, oh, I could have done better and finished it. But I, it was a cool balance too because it kind of yeah. made everything even, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's funny. Um, Amy has been trying to do them since we've gotten back from the games. <laughs> I can just do the push-up part. I can't come do the descend back down, but that's okay. One thing at a time. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, um, and I'm, I can just imagine like that next week in gyms, there were people probably trying them all across the world uh, sure. to see if they could do it. So then we, we finish up with the, the classic CrossFit um, lunge to the end um, with the chest of bar pull-ups in the row. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I knew there was a couple of girls that I knew I had to beat or at least if they beat me, there could only be like one person in between. Um, I think I was in like 13th at that point to maintain that. Um, and then that, we know how that went. Yeah. That, that went a bit to hell, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's okay. I mean, I had tweaked my knee on the yokes. Um, so it was starting to really bother me. It was swelling up. Um, so the lunges were not okay. Um, and even power cleaning the bar, like I was feeling it. So I knew, I knew I just had to get through and hope for the best. Um, but it is what yeah. it is. I was going to ask you at one point, I noticed like you had KT tape the whole way down your leg. Yeah. From so, like hip to ankle. Yeah. So I did injure my knee. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but at that point, like, what do you do? Yeah. I didn't think it was too serious. So I just went for it, but it really was bugging me on the lunges and still like, I'm still recovering <laughs> from it. Um, so, yeah. Because when I saw, when I saw that, I, you didn't look the same, mm. you know, like as from a, from someone who has seen you compete before, like you just, you just didn't look right. Yeah. Um, and I was trying to figure it out with the KT. I thought maybe it was a hamstring mm. or something like that, but, um, but yeah, neither, man, that sucks. Yeah. So yeah, we're still, uh, going through that, figuring out what the deal is, but yeah, not the best, the best way to end on an injury, but could have been worse. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like your attitude. And so 2019, you finished 18th. This year, you finished 15th with E. coli. And, and an injury. injury. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll call that much better than you did in 19. Um, so let's look at the future. What What is the plan for next year? So finish in the top 10. <laughs> um, um, I've got Rogue, well, depending on my injury um I've got Rogue in the end of October so looking really forward to that that'll be my first time at Rogue um and then we'll see Wadapalooza I hope to go to um Dubai we're thinking but I haven't heard I don't know I heard rumblings at the games that it was happening but we haven't heard anything official so I have to wait on that but yeah so basically those three and then we'll see what else and then have you had time to look back at, at this year and say, these are the things that I really need to work on? Yeah, I mean, it's the same always. Like at this point, you know the type of athlete you are, you know your strengths and weaknesses and it's a continuous work in progress always. And you need to find a handstand ramp. A what? A handstand ramp. A handstand ramp. Yeah, maybe, I, I mean, it's not gonna fit in the garage. <laughs> Maybe I'll get the gym, get the gym one. <laughs> there you go. Um, and so then trying to read my notes, I put it in too small a print. Uh, and I, I just wanted to finish up with one, congratulations on the Rogue. I saw that, that you got your invite. That is like the coolest event out there other than the games. Um, I've got to work at a couple of years. Amy and I went to the first one as spectators um, and going again this year, cause it's just, top notch and they treat everybody so well oh nice yeah it seems like a very prestigious like competition yeah even the volunteers get treated better there than at the games wow yeah. well hope to see you there yeah and then um i wanted to ask how the new house was it's beautiful we love it we're super happy here yeah and the garage is working out well yeah love it <laughs> do you miss the parking garage? I don't. Other people do, though. Like, people keep, people, it's like people are upset that I'm working out in a, in a garage, <laughs> like a real garage. Like, every now and again, I get a message and people are like, oh, what happened to the parking stall? Like, people are so rattled that we moved. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Maybe you can rent a space and go back for just a throwback or. <laughs> Yeah, right. a lot of work to move that spot rack out. Yeah, and yeah. then the last thing, or the next to last thing I want to ask you is um, coffee, Ruck Run Coffee. Yeah, Ruck that Ruck came Ruck. out right after we talked about. Um, how's that going, and what kind of coffee is it? 
So it's, it's like a medium roast. Um, the guy who hand roasts them all gave me like a smorgasbord of um, beans and he's like, pick your favorite. Um, didn't tell me which are medium, which are dark, which are roasted this way and that way in the flavors. Um, because I told him, I was like, I like this kind. And he's like, no, try them all. <laughs> um, and then I just picked my favorite and got my parents to try, like had some other people input and then picked a name. Um, I think my mom thought of that name and yeah, it's my signature coffee roast. It's pretty good. <laughs> and can people still get it? Yes. Yeah. And, and how do they do that? Um, you can order it online. There's a link on my Instagram, on my link tree. Takes you right awesome. to it. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to order some of that. Yeah. It's good. Good. Uh, Cause I like to, I, I do one of those uh, mail services for my coffee just to get okay. different kinds all the time. Oh, nice. And so I like to mix stuff in and um, yeah, I, I'll order some and try it. Yeah. It's delicious. You won't regret it. <laughs> And then um, last time we had you on, uh, Kat did a promo for the thing saying that you were a future dog mom and that it caused it caused some grief for, for you. So have you got the dog yet? No. <laughs> we, we've been so busy, like prepping for the games and then um, we did a bit of traveling after the game. So we, I feel like we just got back like a week ago. Um, and then we're both just thrown back into work. But my plant, the trial plant is still alive. So she said three months. So. There you go. When you sent me that back, what the? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so funny. Oh, that cracked me up so much, but um, <laughs> all right, compose yourself. All right. Well, thank you so much, Emily, for being on. You are, you are one of my favorite people to talk to. You're so funny. Um, and so sorry that it went the way it did at the games, but you ended up with a pretty decent finish and I'm sure that there's better things to come for you in the future. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it made for a cool story, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when you, when you podium next year, it'll be this, the, the comeback story. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye Emily. Thank you so much for listening to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends in partnership with The Morning Chalk Up. Please consider giving us a five-star rating and leaving us a review. It really helps our podcast. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.